All right, and we're live now. Um, so I'm obviously here with Mark Johnson. Obviously? <laughs> obviously, I, man. How do you know I'm not an imposter? I don't really don't know because all, you just came out and got me. So, yeah, that's true. I yeah, I may not be the real Mark Johnson. I may be the product of clever, clever genetic, uh, <laughs> you know, genetic engineering. The Mark Johnson I have seen when I was on TV had more hair before, so. Well, you know what? I was born with this forehead. It's the one I was, I've had since childhood. Luckily, I'm not losing any hair yet, so hopefully I'll keep it. <laughs> but it's pretty big. I was out in the wind today, so it's like, it's six inches tall. Yeah. The hair. You know, I've always seen like, when it's windy here, it's nothing compared to Chicago. Well, they call Chicago the Windy City. I'm not quite sure why, because Chicago gets some wind, yeah, on certain days, but we also get a lot of wind here. So we could be like the Little breezy brother. city. We could be like the blustery city. Yes. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we'll start it. Blustery city, Cleveland. Blustery city, let's get it. I don't yeah. know if it's as catchy as the Windy City. That's though. true. Yeah. Um, so when did you start doing what you're doing now? Um, you know what? I started back a long, long time ago in the 80s in college. And then uh, in the 90s, I came to uh, News 5 in 1993. And so I've been here for all, for pretty much 25 years, mm -hmm. 25 years. I That's feel awesome. like uh, I don't feel like I'm old, though. I no. still feel like I'm, you know, you still look vibrant. Young. Good. I appreciate hearing that. You have to say that. You know. <laughs> no, I actually think like you look younger than you probably are. Um. I try. I try. I, I put a lot of cream on. You know, I put a lot of stuff on my face. <laughs> and uh, I exercise daily and lift and run and lift and run. So, you know, you got to keep up with the youngsters. I think I've seen what, how, how many times a week do you work out? Like six? Uh, five or six days a week, depending on what the wife has scheduled that day. Yeah. Of Weekends, course. I usually take Saturday off. Saturday's my cheat day. It's my day to carb up. Yeah. You know, so it's pizza. What day. do you eat on Saturdays? Saturdays, pizza. it's pizza. It's pasta. Might be a burger out, something like that. That's the day I allow myself to, to cheat. During the week, I, I stick with chicken and vegetables as much as I can. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, how long have you been with the wife? Uh, we have been married for 25 years. 25 yeah. years? Where'd you guys meet? We met at church back in Ashtabula. And uh, she's a great lady, strong, full of strength she and work out a lot too. motivation now she's had some injuries to her knee she's gonna have to have a knee replacement now really? so the exercising days are over unfortunately hmm. so uh you so you're saying you guys met in church yeah but so what was like the first date like first date uh, you know what do you even remember I, I i we went out for dinner and i'm sure we had uh i, I think we had pasta because i'm a big meatball yeah. fan and sauce so I think we went out to one of the local Italian restaurants in Ashtabula and we had pasta, which probably isn't good for a first date, is it? Because you could slop all over yourself. Yes. You can get basil stuck in your teeth. Yeah. I mean, plus she actually gets to see how much cheese you put on of yourself. Of course. <laughs> that might not be good. You know, people judge you on the amount of cheese. They do. That you put on your, your pasta sauce. Yes. I am a big cheese fan. Boom. Put that cheese on. Keep it. I don't want to see red. I want that. <laughs> cheese to Parmesan cover the whole Parmesan everywhere. Yes, right. of course. Um, for first dates, yeah, pasta. And it's also like the way that you eat when you eat pasta is not as attractive. It's not as attractive. So I really did it all wrong. Yeah. I actually asked my wife to marry me three times. The first two times she said no. Really? And I went back a third time. And, you know, maybe that was like, should I have done that twice? You know, like forced twice her hand. saying no, and I went back a third time. She finally said yes, and it's been a, a great time. Well, clearly so, she was the one. It's been yep, 25 plus 25 years. 25 years. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so you grew up in Cleveland, right? In the Cleveland area, yep. Grew up here, born and raised in this area in the snow belt. Um, you know, I love snow in the wintertime. They say you're an expert of the snow belt because well, you've lived here so long. I've lived all my life in the snow belt, so that's... You, you got to be an expert because you got to know when you can get out of town. You know, snow's coming. All right, get in the car. Let's go. Let's drive south. <laughs> what all do you do? Out, like, so obviously, you, is it just weather all day or do you do other stuff here too, being the chief meteorologist? Uh, it's weather all day, but it's big social media. I mean, to me, I do things I love on social media. I love, I, I drink wine. So I do a lot of stuff on wine on social media. I have two adorable, cute little dogs. They're puppies. So I've I post them recently, all the yeah. time. 
and uh, folks seem to like puppies. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of puppies were they? Because I've only seen the one. They're it's spaniels. like a golden kind. Yeah, oh, okay, they're spaniels. So, and they're they're cute. They're small. They do crap every day that makes you laugh. Of course. So you know they enjoyed that hot weather the other day. They did. They were, they didn't want to come in. Um, they hogged <laughs> the bed at night, which is a mistake. We let them sleep in the bed because they think it's theirs. So we have little slivers of mattress on each side, and yeah. they're in the middle, which is bad because you don't get a good night's sleep with dogs. Not really. In the bed. But then they get used to it, and you can't really yeah, change it. Yeah, you can't it. really. And they start howling when you put them out in the kitchen and put the gate up. <laughs> they start howling, keeping you awake. <laughs> so how long have you had them now? Well, let's see. The the older dog is about a year and a half, and the younger dog is like eight months, nine months. That's awesome. There. Yeah. Do you have kids too? Yeah, three kids. They're grown though. They're you know they're older than you. Yeah. So so they're out and about doing their thing. Very proud of them. So. They're very successful. What do they do if you want to share? Well, my son is a weatherman in Pittsburgh really? on Channel 4. My one son, Ray. And then uh, my son, Mike, is a bigwig. He teaches technicians how to fix and maintain mammography machines and x-ray machines. He's one of the few in the country that can do that. Really? Yeah. And then my daughter is a wonderful teacher in the Youngstown area. And uh, they're in Puerto Rico right now. They just watched the Indians game last night. Oh, yeah? They flew to Puerto Rico, no power. Really? (laughs) (laughs) 16-inning baseball game. Oh, man. But that's awesome, though, because, like, did you see uh, Lindor hit that home run? Sure did, man. It was good for him. That's his hometown, his home area, his home home territory. Of course. He's proud. No, for sure. Um, and so is Roberto Perez, obviously. Yep. A couple. I, I don't know if Jose's from there or not. I don't think so. I think it's Roberto Perez, and I think it's Lindor. Frankie Lindor yeah, from but Puerto Rico. I didn't even know that they were doing that this year. I didn't know they were going over to Puerto Rico. Yeah, I think they're sending quite a few teams down to Puerto Rico to play this season. So That'd be cool if like Puerto Rico had like an MLB team. Hey, why not? I mean, come on, it's Dominican, Puerto Rico, they're producing a lot of the baseball. Exactly. Talent. Maybe none of that maybe they don't do that though because of that fact. Well, but <laughs> they would all just go. You think about what's not fair. The weather in April. It's always 85 degrees in Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic, but in Cleveland it's 35 degrees. In April, so there's a there, you know there's a strategic disadvantage for cold weather teams as opposed to warm weather teams. Yeah, you know what's funny is like the people that make the schedules, especially this year, all they had to do was like call you up a couple weeks in advance of the season starting and be nope, like, "Nope, not gonna happen." <laughs> nope, nope. Well, I told my buddy Jim Folk with the Indians that last weekend he'd be hard pressed to get a ball game in. He's in charge of the stadium and the field and everything. Yeah. And we chat all the time, and he's texting me like, what do you think about Saturday? I'm like, good luck. Yeah. What do you think about Sunday? I'm like, good luck with that. Probably not going to happen. So two yeah. games in a row rained out. That's, you know, and the Tigers have played have played less games than they have um, right. rain delays. Right on, yeah. So people yeah. were saying, like, we should just postpone the 2017 season to 2018. <laughs> well, spring has been moved back. We will We will have spring weather for four days in the middle of May. So that's okay. when spring will officially be, four days in the middle of May. Then it goes back to wintertime, I think. That's awesome. Yeah. Does it ever get boring to talk about weather? Obviously, it's your job, so Weather's probably not, never but... boring. Weather is changes? never boring. It's always changing, but think about it. Weather impacts, affects everybody every day mm-hmm. you want to know what the weather's going to be every day for your activities for your impacts for your lifestyle can i play ball today can i walk the dog today can i run the metro parks today right. i mean what can i do is it going to be sunny is it going to be cold is it going to snow is it going to you know be warm how am i going to drive to work today what am i going to... everybody's impacted by weather every day whether it's cold warm wet or dry of everybody course. has to know no for sure and that's why it's uh, it ke- definitely keeps your job interesting living yep. in the Cleveland area. Yeah, and we had a tornado <laughs> on Sunday, just kind of out of nowhere, uh, just popped a little tornado down south of Akron. Yeah, in a in, a, in an environment that w- there wasn't even any thunder out there. It's just rain, and mm-hmm. it just tapped into a little bit of twisting winds aloft, and boom, produced that <laughs> little weak tornado for about thirty seconds. That's so crazy because it's, it's kind of rare to have a tornado over here, right? It's not rare. We average about 18 tornadoes a year in Ohio. But are they really that severe or no? No, but that makes it harder. Yeah. You know, I always say it's easier to chase tornadoes down south in Oklahoma because you get EF4s. 
you can see them coming from 30 miles away. I mean, that's, you know, that's where the glamour is, the big tornadoes. It's much harder to track, detect, predict tornadoes here in Ohio because they're usually weaker, shorter lived. Um, They still come down, do some damage, but they can surprise you. Down south in Oklahoma and Texas, you see them coming and you can get out of the way. Here in northern Ohio, it's much harder to keep track and to chase those tornadoes. So is that time like stressful? Yeah, like, yeah very much for so. sure. Yeah. Because you can't really Sunday was very stressful. I'm at home. I'm watching, you know, I'm watching Netflix and uh, you know, you get a tornado warning on your phone and you, when you're not expecting it. Because ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time we know in advance, hours or days in advance, that we're gonna have severe weather that we're gonna have to stand by and keep an eye out for Sunday. Right. Sunday was one of those unique days where we had, you know, it was just a surprise. It was one of those freak days. And you were off work too. Yeah, I was at home. Did you have to clock back in? I was carbon up again. You know, I was carbon up. And once you carb up, man, you start to get sleepy. And of there's not a, not a whole lot you can do. And then do. you have to chase a tornado. That's right. That's right. It was only on the ground for like 30 seconds. Yeah, and so. I, I've seen a car flipped over in Akron or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right on. But uh, what do you watch on Netflix? Uh, there's a lot of great shows. There's one we finished up. Uh, I, I can't remember if it's Amazon or Netflix, but we finished up Ozarks. The, okay. Uh, Ozark, which is great yeah. with Jason Bateman. Really dark, but but cool. We're watching Travelers now, mm. uh, which is really cool. They come from the future and they take over people's bodies in a good way and they try and prevent future events. It's really fun. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, uh, just a lot of cool stuff. We kind of binge. On weekends, yeah, if we you watch ever, three or four hours for sure. Me and my girlfriend basically just been watching Parks and Recreation. Yeah, lately. I mean, it's, it'll be like both of our second times. But like, have you watched that one before? It's crazy because I watched it when it was real on like TV. Like, you were watching it live. Yeah, and now it's so cool. Like, the kids are getting into Grey's Anatomy now. Yeah, I watched Grey's <laughs> they got Anatomy. A lot to catch up on. Well, I watched Grey's Anatomy for the first six years it was on TV on on Thursday nights mm-hmm. at nine o'clock or ten o'clock. I think nine o'clock. So I was watching it. So when I I find out all the kids are like hooked on Grey's Anatomy on Hulu and Netflix, I'm like, okay, oh, they're just getting into it. They're <laughs> yeah, just, they're just catching up. With it. <laughs> well, they watch it so quick too, though, because yeah. obviously people are like, oh. I'm so- Starting Grey's Anatomy, and then like three months later, they're like, "Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm live. I'm on the thirteenth season." Yeah, I'm all done. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the, unbelievable. The amount of time that people have, you know. Yep. Has this been like the? Obviously, you guys have probably renovated and stuff, but has this been like the same studio since? Well, we got two big studios like this. I know you can't see, see it, right? See it, but it's a it's a big studio. It's about twenty five feet tall, um, and about fifty feet square. So uh, it's been remodeled a couple of times in the last 20 years, but it's still pretty much the same space. Yeah. So did you go to Kent or Mississippi State first? Both. Kent State first with a degree in, um, you know, radio and TV and mass communications and then Mississippi State for uh, meteorology. So at Kent, was it always like, did you think it was always going to be weather or? Uh, You know, at first it was medicine. I went into uh, really? pre-med and uh, then I realized that I really liked talking a lot and doing weather and science. So I kind of, kind of switched yeah. over to that. Was so, it a hard degree to get? What? The weather. Uh, it's very uh, math oriented, physics oriented stats. Yeah. Um, you know, if you don't like math, and you don't like statistics, then weather's not for you. Yeah. Yeah, you're like a weather engineer. Yep, you got it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so what was it like going to Mississippi State? Mississippi State, it's warm. It's a little windy, tropical down there during the summertime. Yeah. yeah great program. Really uh, learned a lot. So. Did you make a lot of friends there or no? Absolutely. Friends I still have to this very day. That's really cool. We keep, uh, we keep up on Facebook. See, it's really cool in the media because, um, unlike a lot of my generation who aren't savvy on social media, right. Uh, I am on TV. We are. So, I mean, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, what's the new one? Vero now, which is a really cool. Vero? I never actually. Yeah. It's a really cool kind of like Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat all together. It's really cool. And no ads. 
No ads? So that's great. So yeah, Vero is a, is a good one to try. Um, you know, YouTube, all that good stuff. Of so course. I'm really, really active on there. Every day I'm posting content, posting stuff, fun yeah. stuff. So make sure you follow me, Mark J. Weather, Mark J. Weather. <laughs> all right. And your YouTube, like um, that, you showed me the wine thing a little bit before. Is that, is that, when, is that in the process still? Uh, that's in the process of being published, but that is on my YouTube channel right now. Mark J. Weather, Mark Johnson Weather. Uh, you've got to, if you're going to be present and connect on social media, you've got to post things that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. So I like wine. I love wine. I love being outdoors. I love my, my dogs. I love to be outside and dig in the dirt. I used to do that with my grandfather. We'd plant the garden together at age five and six. My grandfather taught me how to farm. So I go out and I dig in the dirt and I plant seeds and grow tomatoes and all of that. And I just kind of post that content on social media. And, you know, a lot of folks like it. Some don't. That's fine. The one is like a segment, right? The plant one, like the garden. Yeah, garden I, do with that. Mark. I do that with Angelo Petiti. Uh, we do it on TV, but now we're doing a lot of it on uh, on Facebook. Now, oh, really? So, which is really cool. And we'll be doing more and more of that because that's where people are. Yeah. And we live our lives on our phone now. Right. We live our lives on our phone. Come on, would you rather lose your wallet or your phone? Uh, my wallet. Yeah, I'd rather <laughs> lose my wallet than my phone. If I lost my phone, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd just, just curl up in a little ball into the fetal <laughs> position and crawl under a desk and just huddle there. Yeah. Without my phone, wallet, yeah, I can replace that stuff. Yeah, it's not cheap to replace the phone. I have a lot of. I work at Apple. I have a lot of people come in. You know, they'll be like, "Oh, I was at the clubs last night and lost my phone." And, and they like, want a free one. Oh yeah, they think like, "Oh, what can you do? Is there like a lost and found like what thing?" What can you do? <laughs> well, we can. Uh, here's mine. Here's my phone. You take it. No, go yeah. ahead. You take it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people lose their phone. I drop my phone all the time, which is bad. I got cracks in the screen. Got cracks in the screen. And yeah, I'm an Android user, but I do have an iPad. So okay. I'm kind of gonna... walking the line there. <laughs> I have both iOS and Android. Do you have any interest in ever getting an iPhone? Uh, no, I'm kind of a, if you've been watching me for a while, either on TV or on social media, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of an antagonist. Mm -hmm. I, I, I kind of don't want to do what's popular to do what everyone else is doing. And there was a time when everyone else was doing iPhone, iPhone, iPhone. So yeah. I went, all right, I'm going to do an Android. Yeah. And I kind of got used to the Android things. So. Of course. Um, you ever get in trouble for some of the stuff you do during like the weather? I don't know. You've been tackled on live TV before you've done like the you well, know criticism of refs. <laughs> yeah. The LeBron James rant that I did a few years ago when he was in Miami and won his first championship. It was uh, the story behind that, and that has like uh, 700,000 YouTube hits right. on it. Uh, it was like 12.30 in the morning. LeBron had just won his first championship, and they did this whole tribute to LeBron, how great he was. And I love LeBron now that he's back in Cleveland, but I was really upset when he left. Of course, because you loved not, him before. Yeah, I did not Tough want him love. to win a championship. So when he won the championship, and it's 12.30 in the morning. I'm thinking nobody's watching. They've all gone to bed. <laughs> so I just went on this rant about, oh, you know, hey, he won the championship. That's when they played the Oklahoma City Thunder. And, right. and Thunder, come on, that's weather. So I'm like, we could have used a lot more Thunder. All we have here on the radar is rain. We could have used more Thunder. <laughs> and it went viral. I got calls from all over the world the next day to do interviews. I made uh, ESPN's top 10 plays of the week with my rant. I made it on first take. On ESPN. Did they interview you or no? No, they just had me on and they analyzed my video and they talked about it for like two and a half, three minutes. <laughs> did, did, what did they say? Did Stephen A. say uh, anything? They said, uh, Stephen A. said that I shouldn't be doing weather, I should be doing sports commentary. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. But that was my, uh, that was my big viral moment. There's been other ones like the yeah. 2015. I think you did the one on like Cavs officiating or something. Yeah, like that. this is not a foul. Yeah, yeah, this is not a foul. That one viral as well. <laughs> that one was super funny. I know you were having fun with that one. Yeah, this is not a foul, and I basically took a weed whacker out yes. and I started <laughs> chopping things up. This would not be a foul in the NBA Finals. <laughs> right. I remember. I think we were watching that kind of live, and I was like laughing so hard at that because it was so funny to see like 
it, yeah. like the weather. I don't know what time it was. That Again, it's doing... like after midnight. <laughs> I didn't think anybody's watching. <laughs> Little do you know that some of your like probably your biggest audience. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it was fun, but you gotta you gotta be unique like that now if you want to stand out because there's a lot of YouTubers, there's a lot of social media people trying to be stars, and you got to figure out a way to stand out. So you've got to be a little quirky, you've got to be a little funny, or you got to be a little different so that you stand out. Yeah, like a TV personality. Well, yeah, for but sure. TV personalities can be dry and stale and yeah. monotone. So you just kind of have to find your little niche and try and be different in there. So go for it. What? You know, what's the worst that can happen? I get called into the boss's office the next day and <laughs> told not to do it again as the video has 500,000 hits on YouTube. So it helps them, but at the same time, they're like, hey, we don't know when this is going to go bad for us. No, I mean, they were okay with it. They were always nervous about it, though. They were always watching, nervous, like, <laughs> what's Mark going to do now? And, you know, I tried, good, I tried a couple of more, but I didn't over overkill. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, not going to overkill unless it works. Uh, you know, it's like uh, the, the best Rocky movie was the first one. Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> After that, the, the rest of them suck. Just trying to redo it. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can do it once and strike gold, maybe twice and strike gold. Ghostbusters 2 is a terrible movie. Ghostbusters sure. 1 was great. <laughs> right. So you'd, I don't want to be Ghostbusters 2 yeah. or 3 or 4 or Rocky 17. Yeah. I want to, you know, I want to just play it enough so that it's fresh and then let it go you could be like transformers 2 transformers 3 though like i don't think that's that series true. has really gotten worse well i kind of do the last no one like yeah the last one i didn't even see it the, the last one was really bad i mean that the last one should have ended halfway through really the last transformers <laughs> right yeah. i mean how many times can you drop mark Wahlberg off a building and catch him <laughs> he's a pretty know? big guy number one physics tells you his spine is broken in 17 different places yes so <laughs> um no, that's so funny. Uh, what's what's like one of your favorite weather movies? Uh, Groundhog Day is is one of the best movies ever made with Bill Murray. He's a weatherman and he goes to Punxsutawney Phil for Groundhog Day and he keeps reliving it until he learns valuable life lessons. And mm -hmm. once he learns those lessons, Groundhog Day ends. It's a repeating Groundhog Day throughout the movie. He wakes up and every morning is Groundhog Day until he learns to be a nicer guy. That's a great movie. Of course, Twister is a fun movie to watch, the tornado movie. I knew you were going to say that for some reason. It's a fun movie to watch, but factually, things don't quite happen like that. A tornado is really not going to move at two miles an hour and give you 15 <laughs> minutes yeah. to outrun it. You know, it's in and out in 30 seconds. I'm sorry, you know, Bill Pullman or, or Bill Paxton, and uh, you'd, have been, you'd have been swept up and chewed up and spit out like 15 times during that movie. No, of course. So, but it's an awesome movie. Great special effects. We I got, got cows <laughs> floating around. I've watched that one in school. I've watched it a couple other times, too. That's a classic movie. I really like that one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, but I was just thinking of something, and I lost my train of no thought. No worries. No worries. But there's a lot of... This is where the music comes in or the commercials. Hi, I'm, Mark <laughs> I'm TV's Mark Johnson, and if you have constipation... Yes. <laughs> try Metamuso. Metamuso. <laughs> have you ever done commercials? No. No, <laughs> no, not not really. That's you, after you retire, then you get. To, yeah, do, I was gonna say, do you ever see yourself doing anything else? I hope not, because I don't want to retire. I think uh, there are great opportunities now out there for uh, not just television side, because all of you, all of you are right here on social media. You're doing podcasts, blogs, and and vlogs, and that's what I do, mm -hmm. and that's what I want to continue doing. So I think you're gonna see a lot more of that you know in the future because you got to be where people are man i want to talk to you yeah and where's josh daly going to be is he going to be watching the tv news seven days a week probably not but i, I know josh daly's on his phone yeah constantly 24 7 he's got his phone so if i can connect with you via your phone you know via social media i mean that's a gold mine that's of course awesome. yeah i mean like um basically Anytime you get on, you can see a tweet from Mark Johnson. Yeah, and that's that's what you have to see. If I'm going to remain relevant and uh, meaningful, then um, you've got to see every time you open up IG, I want you to at least only have to scroll down a little while before you see a post from me. 
Do a lot of people send in like their pictures in the summertime? Tons of people all year round. I get pictures. Round. I get pictures via Twitter and Facebook that I show on TV every day. And once you tag me in one of your photos on Facebook or Twitter, it goes right to my weather computer and I can pull it right up and put it right on TV. That's like cool. in 30 seconds, I can have it on there, which is great, especially during severe weather, but also during great weather. When you're out, when you're at the beach, you know, showing off to the gals, you know, and you snap a picture of yourself <laughs> flexing or whatever, man, you, uh, or, you know, a great sunset, whatever you send that to me, I, I show it on TV and. That's so awesome. So when was like the first time you realized that social media is going to like be something that like excels your career even more? Oh, um, it's been three or four years. Yeah. yeah, it's been three or four years. I have, you know, thankfully blessed hashtag blessed hashtag. Blessed. I have 260,000 Twitter yeah. followers. And again, that's incredible. And I developed that following by a knowing who was on Twitter and what they would possibly need from a guy like me. Mm -hmm. So what do they need from a weatherman? Well, they are they going to be able to play baseball today? Uh, how about beach? How about a snow day? You know, I gained a lot of my followers tracking snow days on Twitter. Yes. And that's that's what you wanted. That's what you still want. And I'm there, man. You know, yeah. Whatever. So many people I went to school with would tweet you every yep. day in the winter time. Yes. And it's so <laughs> funny because my feed would be going by so fast. I would miss a lot of their tweets, but I would get a hundred kids from one school tweeting me. What about Willoughby South? <laughs> you know, I would just, the feed would be Willoughby South. And it's almost like they didn't hear me say 70% chance for Willoughby South two minutes ago. Yeah. So they'd type it in Willoughby South. Willoughby South. <laughs> okay. I said 70% chance, you know, and that, that can be 20 or 50 different schools, but it's great. I love it. I love it. Yes. It's interaction. Um, I get people coming up to me and I am honored when people come up to me and want to take a selfie. I want to take a selfie with, with any, with all of you. It's an honor for me um, that you would, that you respect me that much that you want to take a selfie and post it to your Instagram account. I mean, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. That's an incredible honor for me. Yeah. Well, you, like I told you the other day, man, you're like an icon in Cleveland. Like I, <laughs> I tell people, hey, I'm about to go do a podcast with Mark Johnson. They're like, oh, my God, like I can't believe that's actually happening. But I go tell them that I'm doing it with someone else. And they're like, who's, who's, who's that? that? You know, but they all know Mark Johnson because they're good. from here. You good, know? good, good. That's 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 the goal. And you just keep on keeping on. And I want to meet as many people as I can via social media, you know, via Twitter, IG, Snapchat. Uh, I, I do it every day, every day. People know you're in because you're saying IG instead of Instagram. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. They know. <laughs> they know. Well, you again, there's the some really there's some really cool new platforms out there. Again, Vero is a new platform, kind of a hybrid of Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, which uh, there's already four or five million people on. Really. That. So I I, get I'm on that. On that. I, I'm on that. So I'm one of the first on there, man. Really? I'm one of the first yeah. breaking into that space. Um, there's did you, ever, you did you ever think you'd be a pioneer like that? No, I'm on DTube. Um, I haven't posted a lot of content on that. That's more of a blockchain-driven YouTube. Okay. Um, you know, there's a lot of cool things. Blockchain is a big deal. It's going to be a big deal. I own Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, I own Bitcoin. Which you could is, even buy it through the Cash App now. Yes, you can. Which is insane. Yeah. So I own Bitcoin and and uh, several other coins. And I've been following, you know, the ups and downs of that. But the blockchain is going to be huge. It is getting to be huge. There's only like 0.5% of potential money that could be in, you know, Bitcoin that's there. So it's incredibly young. And it's only going to get bigger. It's only going to get so bigger. So it's definitely a good thing to invest. I think so. Uh, wisely and, you know, a little at a time. I wouldn't blow my whole college uh, trust fund right. on Bitcoin right now because it was at 20000 a coin in late December and it dropped down to 6000 a couple of weeks ago. But So it's like you're drastic. In it, yeah, you're in it for the long haul because it's such a young technology. High risk. I can't believe we're talking about uh, Bitcoin. This is really cool. But yeah. I'm in. Bitcoin is for the young kids, man, and, and I, I own Bitcoin. 
Yeah. No, dude, stocks are starting to become like a big thing. Like I never thought that I would open my 401k and make changes to it. I'm only 21. Good for you, man. Yeah. Here's the thing to know about the stock exchange is that we've had eight to 10 years of prosperity in the stock exchange. So um, usually a good seven to 10 to 11 years or so per run. And then you get a little downturn like in 08. In 1995, uh, 2000, mm -hmm. you get a downturn. So, you know, you got to be cautious about that. And one thing about the younger generation, you've never really lived through as a teen or an adult. You haven't lived through an economic downturn. Right. Um, where you've had to, you've seen your own investments, your own money, your own stocks take a hit. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be something new and fresh for a lot of, younger folks mm -hmm. when it happens. I'm not saying if it happens, when it happens. Not to say it's going to be a huge monster correction, but there or will like be a correction. 2009 or 2008 was it? 2008, 2009, it corrected 45%. Wow. You know, I knew some people who had all of this 401k money and they were ready to retire and it dropped 45%. So they had to continue to work until they Basically, were still now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's come back. It took a yeah. couple of years. It's come back sure. and more. I still know people though, like they'll come in, I talk to them at Apple and they'll be like, I, I can never retire. Like, you know, that, that's yeah. what they say. I, that's probably from their own personal decisions and stuff like that. Well, I agree still. with you because saving isn't a, isn't a high priority for a lot of people. And uh, you've really got to be thinking about it because we are living longer now. We're living in the greatest time to be alive in the history of mankind today is the greatest time to be alive mm -hmm. it's a little better than yesterday and a little better than the day before today's the greatest time to be alive in the history of mankind do you feel like that's because of the connection it's because of medical breakthroughs that are happening it's because of incredible technology and the ability to connect and it's just going to continue to change uh, I mean, think of all, think of where we were 10 years ago. Um, the cell phone was still a flip. Yeah. You know, um, commerce was not done. You still went to the mall. I mean, mm -hmm. you can still go to the mall if you want. Toys R Us was a big deal. Yeah. Now that's you know, bankrupt. They're bankrupt. Why are they bankrupt? Because they Online. didn't evolve. Yeah. They didn't evolve. Toys R Us back in the year 2000 didn't believe in what you guys are doing right now, which is internet and online and living your life online and on your cell phone. So they farmed out their online sales to a company called Amazon.com. Right. So we all got practiced ordering toys on Amazon and now Toys R Us is going out of business. It was like one of the worst business decisions exactly that they've ever right. made. So you gotta stay ahead of things. You gotta stay current. You gotta stay connected. I mean, is Vero gonna be the next big uh, social media platform? I don't know, but I wanna be there. I hope it is gonna I be. Wanna I wanna be want something there. new. Yeah, I want to be there. I mean, and it's funny because I ask folks your age and younger, I said, are you um, are you on Facebook anymore? And a lot of them go, no, we're on IG. Mm -hmm. So we've got an older audience on Facebook. IG is a combination of, of older and younger. Mm -hmm. Then you've got Twitter, which is, is skews younger. Snapchat skews everywhere, yeah. all over the place. Mm -hmm. And frankly, let me give you some advice, kids. I am tired of selfies of your shoes in the floor. <laughs> I'm tired of selfies of the, the ceiling and no more poop selfies. I yeah. don't want to <laughs> see you guys in the bathroom anymore. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> Getting bored, <laughs> taking selfies of yourself. There's no way to hide what you're doing. All right. We know. <laughs> I just, I don't want to see that anymore. I think like the reason, I mean, I was off Facebook, like, I don't know, like three or four years. And then I went back, right. you know, Facebook is crazy in that sense, because like, no matter what, I feel like you have to have a Facebook page. It's yep. so weird. Like I've tried going off of it so many times, four days ago, tried deactivating my account because of what was going on in the media and everything mm -hmm. like that. I'm like, oh, you know, my stuff isn't safe with Facebook and all this stuff. And then next thing you know, I'm on Facebook again, making a page for my podcast. There like. you go. Well, here's the thing about new technology. There's always going to be growing pain. So before you abandon it, give it a chance to evolve and change and make it right. Mm -hmm. This is all new technology. Think of the digital age. When did the digital age really begin? Digital commerce, digital age, Windows 95. Yeah. 
So the digital age is 23 years old. 23. It's so new. It's as old as you. Yeah, two years older than you. Okay? Two years older than you. It is infant. It is a newborn. So when Facebook messes up, give them a chance to make the corrections they need and make it better because it's new technology. All right? You know, that, that, that vaccine 50 years ago didn't quite work as well the first time, but right. they innovated and made it better. Okay? For sure. So give the technology a chance before you go emotional on it and go, I'm canceling my Twitter account. <laughs> so give them a chance. I mean, there was a time just a few months ago that Twitter was on the brink of bankruptcy and Twitter would go away. Really? But they're still here. They're tweaking it. They're making the app better. I mean, everyone rebelled against the last app update to Twitter, but I kind of like it now. I yeah. like it. No, I like Twitter now. And they're making some innovations. You know, you can play games now on Twitter. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Actually. You can play. You mean I'm teaching you something? That, that, I was going to say that, actually. You can play games now on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, they're games to play. No, you're like really smart with technology because like most people like I, I don't know your exact age, but obviously, you know, you've graduated like over thirty. In, so exactly, yes, exactly. You're over thirty. And I'd say people over forty, um, they aren't in the same headspace as you, like you were saying. Like a lot of them don't want to adapt, they're not interested in it. They didn't grow up that way, so why are they why should they do it now? You know? Well, I have this I have this idea that um there's a lot of, lot, a lot, a lot of adults out there who, if it worked for me five years ago, it'll work for me today. Or if it worked for me 10 years ago, it's going to work for me today. I'm just going to keep doing what I did 10 years ago. Well, especially in my business, if I want to stay relevant and I want to just continue to have fun and connect with people, I've got to look forward. I've got to look ahead. I've got to stay ahead of where you are. Because if I'm doing, an, if I'm if I'm writing a newspaper article every every Saturday on weather, who's going to read it? Right. But I want you to connect with. So if I'm doing a newspaper content article on weather, I'm not reaching you. I'm not reaching a million of you. Mm -hmm. I'm not reaching five million of you because you live your life on that mobile device you hold in your hand called the cell phone. Exactly. So I got to be there. I got to be out ahead of that. Because I got to keep your attention. I want you to give me your attention. I want me to pay attention to you. All of that. I want to connect. I want to communicate. Mm -hmm. um, so how did it feel when the Cavs won the championship? Um, I had never experienced a championship in Cleveland in my lifetime. Okay. Never before have we had a championship here. So it was unbelievable. We didn't know what to expect. That's why you saw a million people flood downtown Cleveland. I mean, you know, God bless the New England Patriots, but they've won five <laughs> of the last eight Super Bowls. Yeah. So their, their parades, they've got 50,000 people downtown. We had a million because no one in Cleveland, Most people, if you were alive right. in 1948, you saw the last championship, the Cleveland Indians. Right. Okay. Since then, we're O and whatever. Right for championships until the Cavs won, man. It, the monkey's off our back. Yeah, I, f I really do feel that way. And I, I thought the Indians were going to do it the same year. But yeah, not. that was unbelievable. I mean, the odds were against us. I mean, we just kept losing pitcher after pitcher, and you're up three to one, and you know that your pitcher's arms are being held on by duct tape, which is manufactured in Cleveland, by the way, Avon Lake. Yes. <laughs> so uh, just what they accomplished was incredible. I, was. I, I walked out of that season with the Tribe thinking i'm not disappointed me either it was a great season they were winners they should have won they could have won just as easily as chicago won chicago wasn't the better team right they weren't the better team especially if we'd had all our guys healthy but they won because they barely beat us right you now they we were up three to one i mean our pitchers arms died the last you know three ball games of that series so what are you going to do I'm a huge Indians fan. Like I, I'm a big Cleveland fan, obviously. But I'm a big Tribe baseball fan. Yeah. Have you ever met Tom Hamilton? Or I have not. No? no, I have not met him. I hear he's a great guy. I'd love to meet Tom Hamilton. To hear his voice in front of you in real life would be insane. I'll swing it a drive. <laughs> Deep left. That's a great call. Great call. <laughs> Any call that he does, and he, he's so funny too. Yeah, he is. 
and just like how you are in weather, the way he is with baseball statistics is just crazy. And he gets little sarcastic quips in, you know, yes. when he doesn't think when he doesn't think the Indians are playing well or up to their potential, he'll just get in that little dig. Yeah. Or the op- opposition, and he'll just give you that little dig that makes you laugh. I love when he makes fun of like uh, when he makes fun of the Tigers. He always refers to them as the Motor City Kitties. The Motor City Kitties. (laughs) Which I didn't know. My friend, who's like a huge Tigers fan, said that that actually that's like they use that as like their name in. in Oh, do they Motor City Kitties? Yeah. So like they'll you know a lot of like there's a lot of the radio stations they'll call themselves the Motor City Kitty Radio. I'm just glad we own the Tigers. Now, yeah. I mean, we've owned the Tigers for the last few years, thank goodness, because before without the Tigers, our win column would not be nearly as robust <laughs> so i remember remember one season was it detroit or was it there was one with there was detroit. one team where we only lost one game to them in our division it was the detroit whole year. in 2016 that's right we were like we were like 15 and one yes the whole season against them that was great chicago the year but chicago white Sox. the year before that we only lost like four games yeah we so. owned them too and there was like many games where you would just like think, oh, the Indians are not going to win this game. And since it was because we were against the White Sox, it was like, oh, we'll come back from six. Yep. One of the greatest games I've seen was actually last year. We were down against the Rangers, Texas Rangers. Yes. Remember that game? Yes. We were we down like back. nine to one. Who had the big hit? I don't know, but we had we, we were down nine to one. Then we won 15 to nine. One of the best games in history was back when we were down like 15 to 1 and we came back and won in 10. Were you that watching that? That was Omar that game? Vizquel. Yes. That was Omar Vizquel. That was Paul Sorrento. That was uh, Kenny Lofton those days there. And you see it on Facebook every so often, the anniversary of that game. And it was against Seattle, the Mariners. Mm-hmm. And we were down in the fifth or sixth inning by like nine or 10 runs and we just started coming back and coming back and coming back. And then Omar got the big triple in the ninth that tied the game. Yeah. And then we won it in extra innings. That's so awesome. Incredible. You know, that's what I was saying was crazy about last year's game too, is that like, not only did we just come back and win, we won 15 to nine instead of like that's, nine. You yeah. Know, 10 and to we nine. just kept piling on piling. Yeah. There was no mercy roll. No. <laughs> so we just kept coming. Uh, did you ever play any sports? Yeah, I was a baseball player and a tennis player. Oh, yeah, I've seen that you play tennis. You still play now, right? Uh, you know what? I haven't played in a couple of years because my kids used to be big tennis players when they were in high school, so we played a lot. And then they graduated and moved on and did their thing. So, you know, without them home playing to play tennis with, you know, it's really – I used to play with a buddy I worked with here for a couple of years, and then he retired and moved on, so – yeah, I haven't played in a few years. Yeah? Yeah, I'd be a little rusty, I think. Tennis is hard, man. It's, Tennis it's is a lot hard, of fun, man. It's, but it's really... Bend your knees, yeah. swing up through the ball, baby, follow through. <laughs> For sure, man. Yeah. Um. So you would play tennis, and then uh, i seen that you like to hike. Where's the best place you've ever hiked? You know what? We have some great metro parks and national parks right around Greater Cleveland. I'm. You know what? You find those waterfalls, those little secret spots where you can just go and take some pics and settle down. Take a little picnic basket with you with your significant other, you know, and you have a little sandwich in an out-of-way place. We have great parks around here. Yeah. We have great parks. So explore them. Of course. Do you, have you been to – well, I love the the one trail, the Brandywine Trail. Yeah. Like for, there's a whole trail from like the Red House or something all right. the way down to the falls. That one's really cool. It's my favorite around right. here. But there are other really cool waterfalls that you can go into the park. There's a – Right behind the ski resort, Boston Mills, yeah. there's Blue Hen Falls. Yeah. But Blue Hen Falls is is right there off the parking lot. And people go, oh, cool, there's Blue Hen Falls. But if you keep going and follow that little stream for another quarter mile or a little farther, you come to this box canyon with this staircase waterfall really? right behind the ski resort. And that is the cool one. That's the one that most people don't see because they don't keep going down the river and they find the hidden gem. Of course, once it gets nice out, I'm going to have to message you for some yeah. spots yeah, for sure. Really have you cool. been to Hawking Hills? In, uh... Have not gone that far south. Uh-uh. No? No. Oh, really? Yeah. 
that that one is amazing. If you ever get to go there, they've got That'd be fun. amazing structures. Like Old Man Cave is really cool because we were inside there, and obviously, like the hike is really cool. Everything's preserved there too, which oh. is like rare in Ohio. One hundred percent. But so like they have like you know signs that say don't step up here um, and don't like go up there and like mess up the wildlife and stuff like that. Right. Um, but the cave, we're inside there, and I looked down, and it literally says someone's initials you know how people do that like they'll put jb and ad whatever like their names yep um in a heart and then it says the year well the year the one was like 1702 you're kidding no like for real, for real? yeah they were carving hearts back in 1702 <laughs> yeah man like i don't wow. know exactly the year but That's like, like the pioneer days it was something that made me think like wow this is insane that's really to see cool. this. That was like their selfie back then. Yes. Their selfie in, in 1782 was carving a heart in a tree um, or uh, carving it in a rock. <laughs> we all thought that started in like, the, you know, the 60s in the movies. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are some of like your favorite artists like music wise? I'm a big, you know, I'm a big alternative music fan. There's some great bands out right now that... Um, you know, like AWOL Nation's got a great mm -hmm. new album out, new some new tunes. Handyman's a great tune for AWOL Nation. I'm big into Kay Flay now. She's she's awesome. Um, let's see. There's a, a couple of really cool obscure bands that are worth listening to, like Churches. Yeah, Churches, Churches is, is awesome. Is incredible. She has got one of the the neat the coolest voices I've ever heard. The song Get Out. You yes. gotta listen to it. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Nothing But Thieves. Okay, which uh, their latest album, uh, Broken Machine, rocks. Yeah. It really does. I got to check that out. I've yeah, heard of them, really but I haven't stuff. really listened to them. Yeah, good stuff. So then what's the best concert you've ever been to? Oh, or man. Your, or your favorite? My favorite concert? Well, last year I saw Billy Joel at, at the ballpark. You That's know, amazing. From the third row. And Billy Joel was, was, I mean, Billy Joel's a hit maker. He's a legend. You know, there are a few that will achieve what Billy Joel's achieved. I saw Hall and Oates with Tears for Fears. Wow. And I was never a big Hall and Oates fan. I was a big Tears for Fears fan. Mm -hmm. Their music is really, really, really good and it's still good today. Um, you know, so just the last year I've seen those two concerts that were great. That's so legendary. Yeah. I would say, I don't know, what's the most legendary concert I've been to? But I don't know. My favorite was, do you know the band 21 Pilots? Of course. They're from Columbus. Yes. So they love 21 Pilots. I forgot to mention Blurry Face is my favorite album of 2017. Yeah? Yeah. yeah it's a good one, man. It's I, a great I really one. like that um, album. I like Vessel. What's Vessel's the very one? cool. Vessel's a little more spiritual, but it's got some great tunes on it. Um, the first song on Vessel is one of my favorites. Ode to Sleep. Ode to Sleep is an epic tune. Yeah. And I can listen to Ode to Sleep because of its changing moods and its changing rhythms. They're it's masters just, of that. Yeah. I mean, he gets a little bit of rap in there. He gets a little bit of punk. And then it goes into a little more mainstream. It's just really good. I really like And you know what? They Blurry Face, the, the way they made that al album, they actually spoke on it, was all the songs they made renditions of how they performed them live so like they didn't do it in front of like a like a crowd but they would go on a stage and they would like make those songs mm -hmm. and then they would like okay let's put this into like studio version so they can still hear it and play it on right. you know their phones everything like that but then they'll want to come see you more if they've already if you've already seen them live well they're they're very innovative i mean just the songs from both those albums are, are great. How do you follow up Blurry Face? That was just that. Yeah, huge, that's going to be hard. That's why I feel like they're rocks. taking a couple of years for that. Yeah, they need to. I mean, they're still touring too. So yeah. That, no, they're done now. Are after they done? Yeah, after Tour to Columbus, they're okay. done. Now they're like just off of social media, off of everything, just working on the Back album. Back in the studio. I mean, Heathens was a great tune. Yeah. For the movie. I mean, it's just a, very creative. I'm a big fan of lyrics. Mm -hmm. I want smart lyrics. Deep. I don't. I don't want. I don't want. You know, cheap lyrics, cheap lyrics. Yeah, I want smart lyrics that make you think a little bit. And uh, his writing is just great. Are you a fan of Kanye West at all? Um, you know what? That's one of the genres I haven't explored Rap, as yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, what about Kid Cudi? Same thing. So, well, he's isn't he a local boy? He's from Shaker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kid Cudi, I've listened to. What's cool is they just announced that they are releasing an album together. Really? June 8th. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. I think it's really, really cool, but I want less bragging 
and I want more meaning. Right. That's what I want. I want less. I got money. You don't. Mm -hmm. I got a car. You don't. Yeah. I got babes on the side. You don't. I want, you know. No, I get it. I want less of that, and I want more meaning. I want more. I want more smart lyrics. Um, the weekend is doing that. He's doing a lot. He's doing smart songs. Do you like that new one? Yeah. I mean, the weekend's been doing some great stuff. He's got this Michael Jackson style voice, but then the lyrics are edgy and describe a you know a faction of life. Each song, you know, takes a little bit a different piece of life and, and sings about it. It's great. It's, good it's always so funny. The type of songs that like come become like viral. Like I can't feel my face. Yeah. And then there's like kids singing it, which is fine. But if but you know, like the deep meaning of the song, that's cocaine. Yes. It's cocaine. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole song Parents, about cocaine. Don't let your 10 year old sing. I can't feel my face when I'm with you, <laughs> but it's a, it's a, it's a song about addiction. Yes. And how hard it is to break addictions so i mean it's very it's a very deep song and it's smart like you're saying like it has meaning yep. and it has a purpose and it has reason yeah. which i completely agree with you on all of that um I, like someone i really like like with lyrics like that is also like lord yeah you like lord yeah um I'm, I'm a big lord fan um you got to have a certain you got to have a certain mood to listen to lord sure. but then you put it on and you want that quiet dark atmosphere and then you put lord on you're in a, you're in a speakeasy bar with a with a drink yeah. and you want to you want to put some lord on you know yeah good stuff there you ever uh listen to frank ocean's album frank blonde ocean? yeah good stuff that Very album good. i want to see him He's perform great that voice man he He's does great voice yes you you have great voices you have great lyricists um sometimes the two meet other times they don't doesn't mean it's bad mm -mm. but stop Stop throwing the F-bomb. Stop singing about what you got and what nobody else has and give me something smart, edgy, makes me think. Yeah. It's with a nice little hook. It's easy as that, right? That's of easy. course. It's pop music right there. <laughs> no, it's not pop. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it can be a lot of different things, but just be smart. Yeah? Yeah. For sure. Um, did your parents like grow up listening to the Beatles or... No, my parents listen to country music. That's really? why I don't listen to a lot of country music anymore because I was never really a big fan of country music. I mean, there's some good crossover country music artists. I mean, sure. come on, some good stuff. Well, I mean, like even like you got Taylor Carrie Swift Underwood. Did it. Taylor Swift started off as country. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's a good writer. Taylor Swift writes a lot of her songs, and they're smart. They're good. Yeah. You know, so. There's some tunes that you that you love listening to from Taylor Swift. I listen to all kinds of music. I can tell. Um, 70s, 80s, 90s, oh, the aughts, and today. I mean, I'm a big – I'm really into my alternative rock phase again. Mm -hmm. I, I was there, you know, a few years back, and now I'm back because I think the alternative music scene now is a little bit better than yeah. the mainstream pop scene. So. For sure. Do you, do you know, like, Cage the Elephant? Cage the Elephant. Cagey Elephant, Atlas Genius. Yes. Come on, these are great bands. Cagey Elephant is my second favorite concert that I've been to. Really? I've seen them open up for the Black Keys. Oh yeah, Black Keys, Akron Boys. They yes. are for, they are they haven't had new stuff in a while, but their Black Keys, yeah, their stuff is just great. Dan Auerbach is like has been a producer mm -hmm. mostly lately because actually Cagey Elephant's newest album was produced by Dan Auerbach. Really? Yeah, the lead singer for Black Keys. Oh, so it's, it's great. Actually, I think they like stopped making music after I seen them after Turn Blue, which mm -hmm. was that album. Yeah, Black Keys. It was like 2015 or 2014. Right. After that, they haven't done anything. It was kind of like how Vampire Weekend did it. Yeah. Now Vampire Weekend is going to be releasing a new album, and they're they're headlining. Uh, I think it's Lollapalooza in Chicago. Wow, that's great. Yeah. You, you ever been I, to Lollapalooza or not? I have not. You know, I'm a big fan of, 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 uh, I'm drawing a blank. Festivals? Haley from, uh, Paramore? Paramore. Yeah. Yes. Her voice is just awesome. Her, her music is edgy. She's good lyricist. Um, it's got alternative beats to it. I, uh, I have to admit, I'm also a fan of Panic at the Disco. Yes. So, you know, Brendan Urie does a great job there. I'm a big Killers fan. 
Yeah. So that's know, in my wheelhouse stuff, right there. Right? That's, I yeah. grew up on Paramore, man. Yeah, Paramore. I was I was liking Paramore before it was cool. <laughs> to like Paramore. So what? Before Riot blew up? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, How'd you frankly, find their mouth? Then? Frankly, I I I was listening to Feel It Still Portugal the Man before it was a mainstream crossover hit. My granddaughter and I, who's ten, were jamming to Portugal the Man two summers ago. Really? Feel It Still, and she'd go home and say, "Hey, Dad, play that, play that Feel It Still song." And my son had no idea what I was talking about because it didn't hit mainstream radio. Yeah, it hadn't hit it yet, but. The only song I know by them, in all honesty, is the, is that the one Rebel yeah. for your, Rebel for Feel Your Kicks? Still, yeah. uh, great tune. And then there's a couple other great tunes there. Live for the Moment yeah. on the same album, which mm-hmm. is really good stuff. I gotta check them out because like people know them. I just don't. They I don't know been, many songs. They've been them. toiling for like 15 years and they've never had a, that any burst success. yet. Yeah, that they makes didn't sense. have any success. Cage Elephant was sort of like that, like with the Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. That was yep. 2008, 2009. Yep. And then like nothing was going on really. And then finally in the last couple of years, they've blown yeah. back up again. Well, you've got like bands like Death Cab for Cutie, which had yeah. their moment. They had their year where they're, they were catchy and it was trendy to go to Starbucks and say, yeah, I'm listening to Death Cab for Cutie <laughs> on my iPad pod or what was it back then <laughs> like ipod classic well what, what it was just the Touch? music it was just a music Shuffle. player yeah my ipod uh listening <laughs> to uh death cab for cutie and then you know they didn't um they're they're good their old stuff is still good still classic they always tour and they always come with they bands do. that i want to see right but i never honestly I'll say it. I've never stayed for a death cab for cutie concert they got a couple of good soul meets body is a great tune from them it's their best tune in my opinion it's like mgmt they're coming out with some good stuff yeah mgmt but they've got two or three really cool songs that are abrasive and you turn them on and you're just you know of course do so what the after laughter the album by paramore you you've heard that one then i'm a big fan of paramore live i think she's gotten better i think some of their first albums when you listen to her perform them the songs live uh she's much better now she's much much better a singer with the nuances of the lyrics and floating her voice around so her her live and on stage stuff now is much much better than that kind of grunge feel that they had when they first came out yeah either way because she can perform those even better now too right on i seen her last year and which was amazing at the akron civic theater really i missed that i wish i'd have uh, i wish i'd have known um, it's I'd so weird down. that they went there. Uh, yeah, I know. What's well, like Elton John? He goes to Youngstown. He really? plays the Cavelli Center in Youngstown all the time, which is great. If you're in Youngstown, you can go see Elton John, another legend. Yes. Musical legend. So. Did you see Paul McCartney when he came? I did not. Not a big Beatles fan. But well, I just didn't know for like the legendary yeah. part of it. Paul you know? McCartney's, you know, some of his, I mean, come on, smart lyrics, great stuff. The era, the Beatles are arguably the greatest band that ever lived arguably yeah for sure not everyone has to like the music right right you have to respect them though you know what's funny about paul mccartney is that a couple years ago like kanye did a song with him Uh yeah people didn't know who he was they thought that but kanye discovered him on it no he he does the guitar does the guitar he does like backup singing but they did that It, it wasn't beyonce it was uh rihanna who was with was singing with Kanye and then Paul mm-hmm. McCartney was playing the guitar. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so funny, man. But people were literally like replying to the video, like, Who's "Oh my God, Paul I can't McCartney? believe Kanye found this new guy." To do. Oh, Paul McCartney, so great. <laughs> That's zuma, a perfect. Zuma, ding dong. <laughs> That's right. That's a perfect one. Yeah. Uh, what podcast do you listen to? If you listen to any, you know, I'm um, I am uh, exploring podcasts right now. I know there's a lot of great podcasts for sports. Um, You know, I'm exploring podcasts because I want to produce podcasts. I want to be a podcaster. So I'm trying to figure out where I fit in there. You've definitely got it. I have a podcast for, you know, a weather forecast every day. We're on Alexa and it'll hopefully be on iTunes very soon. And on, uh, you know, Everywhere else. Uh, everywhere else. So, but that's just a weather forecast. It's 30 seconds or 45 seconds. Uh, talking about weather as a podcast, 
uh, I'm not sure who's going to listen on a regular basis, but there's other things to do. There's wine, there's things like that. I mean, I think you 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 could do a podcast and it would be really cool. Like I think I you can. Know. You've got the you know you've got the energy. You've got the voice for it. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, I'm just on meds right now. That's yeah. okay. I'm on a extra strength Tylenol, so that might be why I'm a little bounce <laughs> bouncing off the walls. So. Um. But yeah, no, I definitely think that podcasts are really underrated too. Like, I agree, like, but there's. There's millions of people listening to them in their car. That's yeah. why I said earlier in this podcast that newspapers, podcasts are newspapers now mm-hmm. because you're not reading a newspaper, but you're listening to podcasts. So that's where I want to be. I want to be out ahead of it, in front of it. I want to, I want to be there. I want to be involved in that culture. So cool. when you called me up and said, let's do this, I went, all right, come on in because this is where people are. Of course, and I was really happy. Okay, everybody that made it this far, which I hope is everyone that was actually listening, the podcast did, again, um, just stop. And you know what it is. It's because Anchor has an hour limit on one segment. So if I ever want to do more than an hour, I have to create a couple different segments. So that's weird, but I don't know. I say it at the beginning of the podcast, too, but um, Mark... He was an amazing guest to have on, and uh, I did thank him after, which you don't get to hear. But we we really did not talk for much longer after that, actually. We realized once it stopped that, oh, okay, cool. Let's just, uh, I'll add an outro. You know, I can add his social media like I did in the intro, uh, Mark J. Weather. And he he tells you in the podcast many times all the different sites he's on. I'm so out of shape, man. Um, but still, thank you for listening to the Daily Podcast. This has been a great episode. I'm going to say it now. I'm a self-claim as a great episode. So thanks for listening to a great episode of the Daily Podcast. Yes, that was noise in the background. Have a good day.